0: Girl Fridays. I'm Natalie. And I'm Marin. Hi. I'm really, like, feeling it today. You know, I have a boost of energy right now, and I think it's because I'm so tired. Mm. I went to bed at 2.30. What? 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 (gasps) Not really by choice, but... Oh, Oh, it's because you were being cool and being a rock star until, like, the wee wee hours of the morn. Yes. Unfortunately, our set was at (laughs) 11.15, and it was about a 45-minute drive, so... Uh... Yeah, got rock star life.
1: I mean, what are yeah. you gonna
0: do? Got two drink tickets, <gasps> didn't use them. <laughs> didn't use them. I am a rock star. <laughs> You're like a straight edge rock star. That's cool. Yeah. Um, What are you fangirling over this week? <sighs> Marin. Do we want to talk? Okay. Do we want to talk about what we're both fangirling over, or do you want me to get into what I am fangirling over? Let's do what we're both doing first because you've kept me in suspense, and I'm <laughs> now I'm like so excited. But. The thing we're both fangirling over is the Freaks and Geeks documentary from Culture Shock. Come on. Why did it make me cry so much? Seventeen times. Got, like, mistied. Like, literally the opening credits, nothing was happening. There was just slow music, and they were showing the school weeping. What? Why? (laughs) No idea. It was very it was nostalgic. It was lovely. The, all of the people, they care so much. Did you feel like it was that oral history come to life, though? Yes. At least for the beginning. I was beginning. like, I know most of these facts. I don't care. Totally. I was like, I know everything that they're talking about. Um, and I loved it. And I cried. And I'm obsessed with Linda Cardellini. Yeah. Obsessed. She's beautiful. So pretty. Also, I felt a sense of like... I'm not doing enough. Like, I need to do something. <laughs> oh, my God, that timeline at the end where yeah. they're like everything was coming together, it was just overwhelming. I was like, but wow, I need a new passion project. I got to do something. I have really been thinking a lot about what Jason Siegel says in it, that it's like maybe if it was more than 18 episodes, they would have ruined it. I think so. Like, maybe yeah. that's all we need. And then it gets me very angry about some of the nostalgic shows that are coming back, i.e. Frasier, Leaf, <sighs> Them. Be people. Although leave them be, my Instagram friend Perry Gilpin, <laughs> Rosalind Fraser. I, forgot. I would love to see her back in the Fraser world, but maybe it's about oh. It's about Roz. Maybe it's a Raw spin off. Yeah. Like, fine. Wood watch. A Raw spin-off. <laughs> Wood watch. But like, I don't know. It's perfect in its 18 episodes. And I'd forgotten like how much drama Kim Kelly is my friend caused, like mm-hmm. how it didn't even air and how That's insane. NBC thought Especially it was like today. insane. And you watch it and you're like, it's not. Yeah. That crazy. After we watched this documentary, I was I realized, oh, this is one of my favorite shows, period. Absolutely. I've, I've always loved it, but I've never considered it a favorite show. Oh, interesting. I don't know why. Did you I'm adjust your idiot. profile in TV? Show? I did. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Oh, okay. I knew it. I know. It just gives me such joy. And it just, like... Knowing that it was this little engine that could and, like, how terribly it did in the ratings, but yet we're still talking about it and 18 yet, years later. today's television would not exist without a show like Freaks and Geeks. Absolutely not. Or, like, half of our pop culture wouldn't exist without this show and without the people that came out of the show. Yeah. Like, quite honestly. Again, Linda Cardellini. Watch it. Got down a real rabbit hole of Lin- looking at Linda Cardellini hair pictures. Scooby-Doo. She was a blonde for a while. Yeah. Who knew? And also, she had that perm and legally blonde. Yeah. Also, she dated Jason Segel for like six years yeah. after the show. So bizarre. Because supposedly wasn't forgetting Sarah Marshall. Kind didn't it like kind of come out of that breakup? Yes, I believe so. Makes sense. rough, 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 rough. Okay. What <clears throat> are you fangirling over other than okay. that? So last Thursday. Am I gonna yell? No. Okay. Why would you yell? I don't know. Last Thursday. I saw a little movie called Mamma Mia 2, Here We Go Again. Okay. Last Friday, I saw a movie called Mamma Mia 2, Here We Go Again. <laughs> Stop it. You did not. Why? It's all I care about. It was like someone gave me a survey and was like, do you listen to ABBA? Yes. <laughs> do you love Cher? Yes. Do you love Meryl Streep's like, essence? Uh-huh. Yes. Do you love fan fiction about a girl with blonde wavy hair and dark eyebrows meeting three european men in the span of 48 hours absolutely (laughs) this movie was great better than the first one no way really the only headline i saw that was like beware of sequels that come out 10 years later and i was like "Uh uh-oh that's not great and now here you are just loving Mamma mia literally everyone i know and everything i've read loves this movie and it's just like it's it's perfect for what it is. Oh, I love like, that. Like, it's not trying to be a beautiful, like, drama, or it's mm-hmm. not trying to be, like, an Oscar winning film. It's just, they're having the best time. They're singing ABBA songs. They're in a beautiful location. Yeah. Why not? It is great. I love when Meryl does things like this where she's like, you know what? Ricky I am the Flash a boss bitch. I don't need to do this dumb movie, but it seems fun. Gonna do it. Okay, here I am. She's very passionate about it, loves it. You know what I mean? But it's like, also, the second one, I mean, the first one is very much mother-daughter, but it's also who's the father. Right. Uh-huh. And the second one goes back between young Merrill and Amanda Seyfried, oh, and it's very much like a mother-daughter connection, which was really interesting. Who plays young Meryl? Um, Lily James. Oh. She was Cinderella in the live action. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, interesting. They could have gotten one of Merrill's daughters to do it. Mm. Isn't it Mimi? No, they need to be younger. Oh, no, younger. Yeah, it's younger than that. Okay, it's like out fresh out of college. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. That makes sense. Um, so like, how? Sure. I mean, it's a dumb question. But I mean, amazing. Her face didn't really move, but mm. she looked great. Yeah, she is now inspired by ABBA, and she's doing an an entire album of <gasps> ABBA covers. What? Yeah, love that. I couldn't recommend this movie more. Unless you absolutely hated the first one, then forget about it. What if you hate ABBA? Well, first of all, (laughs) Should you be listening to this podcast? Uh, I don't know. I think you could still watch it. Yeah. Because I... Secret. My secret's out. I have been listening to the Mamma Mia 2 soundtrack more than ABBA. (laughs) So you just like Cher singing it, or you like... I mean, "Mm -hmm." Cher only sings Fernando and part of Super Trooper. Well, that's all I needed was Cher to sing Fernando. That makes a ton of sense. With Andy Garcia. What? Oh, to see it. (laughs) I... Favorite movie of the year, probably. Have you seen (laughs) *Mamma Mia* like the musical? No. Production. No. It's great. Never. Never? Oh, well, next time it comes to town, I'll go go. see it. It's fun. It's great. It's like very. It's the movie. It's yeah. (laughs) So you can only imagine what the second one has done for me. Exactly. Well, I'm so glad you're living your best *Mamma Mia* two life. I should have known. I should have known that you'd love it. And I didn't think you were gonna see it back to back nights. I didn't either. Uh, to be fair, I movie passed it the first night, oh. and then we told everyone how great it was, yeah. and someone wanted to go, and we were like, okay, okay let's we'll go, go again. Mm-hmm. I would go a third time, but I wouldn't pay a third time. So you'd, like, sneak in? Or someone just would be like, I'll buy your ticket, and I'd go. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm very happy for you. Yeah. Now I want to listen to Abba. I could my turn head. this into a Mamma Mia 2 podcast, to really? be honest. Yeah. For, like four episodes do those minute by minute movie podcasts how long would that take (laughs) Uh, we're done okay podcast Ah, such a boy crazy episode my horniest episode yet of Fan Girl Fridays yes are we gonna talk about sooner or later (laughs) we are talking about the 1979 TV movie sooner or later mentioned this is your favorite TV movie of all time. This might be like one of your favorite things of all time. And honestly, I honestly yeah. I feel like I understand you like even better than I did before. I have some pointed questions to you directly, but you made me promise that I wouldn't talk to you, I wouldn't text you, I wouldn't say anything to you. All I did was text you this movie in all caps yep. and that was all I could give you. Well, let me get into my origin story. <laughs> okay. So, I, it had to have been... It was a February night. Yeah, about 10 years ago, maybe, my mom remembered this TV movie that she had watched. Okay. And she remembered thinking this one of the stars, Rex Smith, was so hot, and she wanted to, like, just, I don't know, reminisce. So, she got it on Amazon and was like, Natalie, you should watch this. Okay. And I was like, Mom... How have I not seen this movie? This is me. Uh, and yeah. Also <laughs> Square pegs. <laughs> and uh It's like if you were in Square Pegs. Continue. Yeah. And she just made me watch it. I fell in love with it. I showed it to my friend. She fell in love with it. It's just it's so it's about a 13, 13-year-old 13 13 girl. 13. Who falls in love with this like older 17-year-old musician. Who looks 35. Who looks hot. And he – she basically just wears makeup and lies about being older. Yeah. And it's such an adventure. So very – like you're going through puberty. It is such a step back from the other movies that we watched where it's like sex, violence, babies, blah, like all this stuff. Like the whole time I was like, are they going to bone? They don't. And I was just like – Wait, so this is just about her lying about being This TV movie doesn't really have, like, a a message to scare you. This is a 13-year-old girl's fantasy. Absolutely. And they nail it. So the guy who is kind of a cross between, like, a blonde David Cassidy trying to be, like, a Mick Jagger. Yeah, but can we talk? He has... The most insane and perfect, question mark, unbuttoned buttons on a shirt. They are, like, (laughs) Halfway down. Halfway (laughs) down. And just on a casual day, like, not even, like, performing. That's just how he goes to school. Yeah. Or, like, teaches a guitar lesson. Right off the bat, though, this movie, like, the first five minutes is my favorite part of the whole movie. Uh, The the mall montage? So, (laughs) the main character and her best friend are at the mall, Jessie and Caroline. Caroline. I love Caroline. Caroline. Jessie and Caroline. And the woman at the makeup counter, first of all, puts on makeup with the longest nails on Jessie's face and delivers an entire monologue, which is a monologue I will deliver if I have to give an audition for anything. (laughs) It will be this monologue. Hire you instantly. (laughs) She basically just puts foundation on Jessie. She looks two years older. And then they're like, oh, there's a band outside. Let's go. sky band and this is better than it's ever been before and this is where i lose it because i live for michael sky in the sky band with those suspenders and tight pants and those moves and I am that person in the front row. Absolutely. I have always been that person. I will always be that person until I'm like 50. My favorite part of that scene is when he's like, hello, shopping mall. Like, he's like, (laughs) they don't even name the mall. Like, it's like not even just like, hello, people at the shopping mall. I was dying laughing also the woman at the counter looks to be 80 she goes not bad for 50 and i was like you're 50 yeah. 1979 what? was different 1979 50 was different when you were over 40 you had a golden girls haircut My that's just like what a god it was. it was out of control um, also during that song though he says i've been living life on the streets if you know what i mean and he's the whitest white guy perfect hair. like beautiful you did hair. not live on the streets perfect but i'm i believe it. Like, you're giving me everything. He was really good with that mic. Yeah. I mean, I got it. He had the moves. He had the moves. But just her excitement and just, like, not knowing what to do with it Mm -hmm. down in the crowd is me. Yeah. In a nutshell. (laughs) So... She, like, sees this guy. She's wearing makeup. He's, like, checking her out. And then she decides that she wants to learn to play the guitar. She takes the bus and her guitar, like, down to some random guitar school. And lo and behold. The craziest guitar school. Who is her music teacher but Michael? With the halfway undone shirt. Like, naked. He's naked. He's just like, oh, hey. He, I'm not kidding, looks 20 years older than her the whole time he looks pretty young you do i thought he was like man for sure i mean if you're maybe i thought there was was no way 20 maybe that was like there was no way he was in high school i was like absolutely not so over the course of the movie you know she she starts wearing makeup and dressing up to lessons she wears the same outfit several times it drives me crazy (laughs) The same white tunic shirt with that belt yeah. and those boots, which I – first of all, here's a question for you. Whose wardrobe did you like more, Jesse's or Michael's? Here's an interesting – I feel like this movie is your fashion This is an interesting icon. question because at one point I was like, I don't know if I love Michael Skye or if I want to be Michael Skye <laughs> because I love his outfits. Oh, my God like that super thick black belt loved Mm -hmm. like there were a lot of really good things where i was like i get why natalie loves this because it's your aesthetic that backlighting like the the glow on top of everything the hue (laughs) of the movie i was just like this natalie wants to live in this movie in this space like (laughs) even the bus like looked cool it's great so also i want to talk about so, over time, she's, like, kind of charming him. He's a little interested. She's charming him in the most awkward and, way. Yes. But she, for some reason, says she jogs because he likes to jog. And it's my f- other favorite moment of this movie. That jogging outfit is something I've, like, seen you wear. <laughs> so, she waits for him at the time she knows he jogs. Very, like, casual stalker, which uh-huh. is very much me. Yes. Yes. And Casual Stogger, very much me. He runs by, so she runs by, but for some reason she's not a runner at all. No. She's not athletic. She's also not And a he's bra. talking to her and she just falls behind and lays down for a solid two minutes and he keeps jogging and she died. <laughs> She's full-on laying in the middle of the jogging path, and he's having a conversation with her and doesn't know that she's there. And then he doesn't seem that concerned when he jogs back to her. And she lies about spraining her ankle. They go to the parking lot, and he hikes his leg up on the car so high. It's like putting your leg on the fourth step of a staircase. Like, yeah. it didn't work at all, and the shorts were so short. So short. 13-year-old girl doesn't know what to do with that. No. No. That's a lot of energy. It's a lot. A lot of energy. A lot of short short for a dude that you're, like, obsessed with. But she's, no joke, wearing a red hat, a red bandana tied around her neck. And she's running in short denim uh, denim shorts, a white T-shirt, and black suspenders. And I was just like, Natalie would wear this to the office (laughs) tomorrow. And what is she doing? Like, I was... The whole time, you should have. I wish that I had recorded myself watching this because there was so you much. Just of sent me, a live reaction. Yeah, there was just so much of me being like, "Oh my god!" Ooh, like, g- like gyrating and being like, "This is so incredibly awkward!" Like, <laughs> ah, what? Ooh, what is she doing? And like, she cannot have like a normal, casual conversation. No, which is so funny because she's like, obsessed with romance novels at yes. the beginning, which the teacher called. Sexy books, and I hated it. The teacher is Lynn Redgrave. I was like, why is Lynn Redgrave <laughs> in this movie? <laughs> what is Because she happening? wants to talk about sexy books. <laughs> sexy books. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> so. Overwhelmed. He, like, he... He, she ends up lying to him that she goes to Catholic school. She's Jewish. That was like. She my comes favorite on part. that white tunic and not a Catholic uniform. Yes. He picks her up from this school. Like it's an elaborate lie that only like a 13 or 14-year-old girl would sort of like carry on. Oh, during that lie, he picks her up from the Catholic school and she's in the white tunic. Yes. And he's like, Now you got me thinking what you look like in that uniform, which is gross. But then he says, Bet you look just like you. <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean? I don't know. Like, is that sweet? She was like, I, I think don't know, it's I look supposed like this to be sweet, but I feel like she was not picking up on the like sexual innuendo. No, nuance. because she's thirteen. I know, and it makes it so uncomfortable and like cringeworthy and so real and authentic. Like mm-hmm. and then she just blurts out words because <laughs> she like I can't even get through this because <laughs> I can think of a thirteen year old using it. Doing the exact same thing, being like, Have you lived your your whole life? <laughs> like not knowing what to do. Uh, 13 I would not have been like this at all. <laughs> oh my god, it's Ugh. too much. So he invites her to their rehearsal which turns into like a, a dance party. <laughs> yeah. And Uh, he only wears his guitar over one shoulder because he's so cool. Yeah. Um, And so she goes and she's kind of like bopping along. And then, of course, there's the girl who's like trying to get in Michael's pants and who maybe got in Michael's pants before. But also is dating the drummer. Yeah. And she's like kind of nice, but kind of mean to Jesse. And then he brings Jesse up on stage to play the song that they've been practicing. She. Like, no way would I have ever done that. Be like, I can barely play a chord. I'm not going to get up in front of all of these people. And then that's where they have their first kiss. In front of everyone. Everyone. Goes, like, f- put a finish on it, Jess. 40 people. And they make out. It was very intense. Yeah. Where are her parents? Speaking this of her 70s. parents, Judd Hirsch is her dad. Yeah. Just that enough, guys. Like, I... <laughs> I almost spit-taked when I saw it initially. I was like, what? What is happening? The combination of Lynn Redgrave and Judd Hirsch in this movie was too much. It was too, too much. much. Was too <laughs> much. <laughs> we aren't even talking about Caroline, who was – okay, so Jesse was me as a teenager. Caroline is me now. <laughs> so Caroline's just in love with her older dentist, dentist and doesn't do anything about it except try to get cavities. Try to get a cavity, so she'll go there. So she can go there enough. And she just like is giving Jesse the worst advice, but she's also like kind of a horny teenager. Or she's, I feel like she's like more horny than Jesse is initially, yeah. but she has no outlet for yeah. it. They're, I mean, they're both 13. And then Jesse describes, like, Caroline asks Jesse what a kiss is like. Yeah. And Jesse tries to like make something up and it says, what is it? A warm. It's like a warm glow. Warm something light. And it's disgusting. It's weird. Too much. I hated it. It's all the romance novels that they've been reading that, like, made me uncomfortable. But Caroline just – I literally at multiple times I was like, I'm watching Square Pegs. Like, it's if Square Pegs had, like, a romance. Like, their their nerdiness together and their sort of awkwardness – I think so... it would have made a great show. Totally. I would I would watch the Jesse and Caroline show. Like it was super funny. Them just like bumbling through life. Like Yeah. <laughs> or when Jesse's talking to her parents about the girl who's pregnant at school and she was like, she just let herself get too passionate. And I was like, Yeah, why didn't passionate was gross. <laughs> and she'd say it with like a Chicago accent, maybe. But I think they live in New York. I, was I wasn't very sure, but passionate came out very strange. Very strange, multiple times. So, they fall in love. Like, things are happening. They fall in love. They go on a drive-in movie Mm -hmm. date while her parents are gone. She orders all the food. She orders all the food to avoid making out. Love. Love that. Love that. She's like, also, do they have pizza? Also, I need two nachos. Also, I need two Dr. Peppers. Like, garlic hot dogs. Like, the (laughs) grossest things. But it doesn't stop Michael Skye. No. He makes a move. They lightly make out. But then... She freaks out. She's crying, essentially. (laughs) Never the reaction anyone wants when you're making out. (laughs) Why are you crying while we're making out? And And she confesses. She won't tell him at first, and then he's like, do you have leukemia or something? Yeah, very aggressive. Yeah. Jump to conclusions there, Michael. Um, But she tells him that she's 13, and he is pissed. My favorite is because she goes, I'll be sixteen two years from next June. This, what's funny to me is something that always bothered me in the Babysitters Club movie mm-hmm. is there's a whole plot about Stacy falls in love with Luca, like the cut someone's cousin that's uh-huh. from like a different country. I don't know. Okay. He's cute, whatever. Right. She lies and says she's fifteen, sixteen? and they go to like a teen club in New York and she can't get in and they find out that she's 13. And there's a whole scene where Lucas just like, "13? I can't believe you're 13." And I thought all of these actors were 20. Even when I watched this, yeah. I think, "Oh, you're 20." I googled it. The actress that played Stacy was actually 13. And it blows my mind she Uh looks like a woman yeah Uh and then later in the movie he returns and he's like i'll be back next summer and she goes i'll be 14 and he says i know and then they make out it's so weird what but also jesse in this movie was actually like pretty young she was like 14 in this movie so living a dream how old was michael was he older he i think he was older i don't know that's got to be so weird to be like, oh, you're actually 13. Yeah, like you're out actually out. underage. Yeah. What are the laws like for filming underage? that? I don't know. That's a good question. So he's pissed after she tells him that she's 13. And he drives her home pretty aggressively in silence, opens the door basically <laughs> and kicks her out. And then she does what every one of us would do. She cries and eats a lot of cake, which I yeah. felt was very believable yes. and loved. Like, housed that cake. Did she make it to eat it? Yeah. Appreciate that. I think it was already there. Oh, okay. I feel like a 70s mom always has a sheet cake around. (laughs) Probably. Yeah? Very, very smart. And, you know, she's now, like, sad and depressed, and her mom takes notice, and finally, she, you know, Jessie confesses to her mom because her parents knew nothing about this. No, My, they're clueless. Clueless. But I do love the whole conversation that her parents are trying to decide on whether or not they need to, like, give her the talk after this whole passionate speech about the girl at school. And they're like, no, I don't think she's ready. And I'm like, oh, maybe you should. And they have no idea what's going on. And the mom's like, I don't know. This feels uncomfortable. And I'm like, yeah, it is. Yeah. But you know what else is uncomfortable? Having a baby <laughs> yeah something that's not really just like they don't go into at all is that michael's guy clearly has dad issues oh yeah because his mom left and also all his friends i think might think he's gay question mark yeah because he's not because they're like oh finally we thought michael would never like bring a girl yeah bring a girl and we're like what where is this coming from it's never like they never get into it yeah and there's like a decent amount of sex happening sort of like off screen like it's sort of talked about mm-hmm. and that's a good scene on the phone when jesse and caroline and caroline's like are you scared and she's like what would you be you know like basically she's like are you scared to have him like touch your boob because they're 13 yeah. like of course you're scared <laughs> i don't know it just it felt the movie felt so real in its awkwardness that i was just like I was dying the whole time. Like, I was going between laughing and, like, cringing and just, like, feeling, like, a warm, connected feeling to you. (laughs) Just being like, this is such a left turn from all the other movies that we've watched. And I just, like, it was great. You know, my mom loved this movie. And I was thinking about it because in high school she would drive me to see – like these bands with boys that I had crushes on. Yeah. And I wonder if deep down it was so she could like see me live out this sooner or later fantasy. Maybe. Have you ever asked her? About no. It? I mean, she'll hear this now. <laughs> she'll Cindy, what be do you like, think? yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. I mean, and it's, it is, it's like, but she's not really like a groupie. You weren't a groupie. Like it's, she just, you're just around. Mm. You're just around, and you just like like this person, and you don't really know how to talk to them. In the end, though, he comes around. Yeah, so they have the falling out, and she's still taking guitar lessons. Yeah. They meet back up. He's like, Well, take it slow. I like you that much. Cut to intense makeout session. Intense. So taking make-out. it slow is out the window already. Yeah. Like, I was like, They're going to have sex soon. Like, mom, dad, have that combo. So fun fact about this movie is it was created by Carol and Bruce Hart. Mm. Bruce Hart wrote the Sesame Street theme. (gasps) Carol just died. Yeah. R.I.P. But they made a book based on this first one and then two additional books. Oh. So after I watched this the first time and found this out, I bought the books for my mom and I. Uh And the books take a turn. (gasps) Oh, no. So the second book... So it's the she, same characters, like it's the same sequel. characters. It it really kind of ruins the movie. So I almost hate telling everyone. Uh-huh. But the second book, they do have sex eventually. Okay, and they end up breaking up. And oh, like no. his band is getting bigger. Oh, They're, he moves to L.A. or something. The third book, he becomes an alcoholic and <gasps> oh, comes no. back. Oh, it gets dark. Do they? Is there a happy ending? I feel like it's a happy ending, but she's not with him. Mm. Okay, it's like it's maybe that notion of like your, your first love or yeah. whatever, which is one it, of my – It takes a turn, yeah. That's my weird. favorite scenes is when her grandma in her broken English yes. is explaining to her that like before grandpa, she had a love, David, in Russia. And she was like, you know, she, the grandma's broken English is maybe my favorite part of the entire show. Uh, but so maybe it's kind of that. It's like – just because it's your first love, like, doesn't mean it has to be your only love. And maybe this relationship makes you better or whatever you learn from it, whatever the lesson is. Um, but, <laughs> whew, loved it. Yeah. Great mm-hmm. rec. Great rec. Hot tracks. Hot tracks. The The Sky Band has music that you wouldn't expect from the Sky Band. No, so... More poppy than you'd think. The soundtrack, which is... Just by Rex Smith. It's sooner or later. Okay. Um, You Take My Breath Away, hot single. Reached number 10 on the Billboard Hot 100. Oh. And it was a platinum-selling album. What? How? (laughs) Where? 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 Close your eyes, take a deep breath, and think of Rex Smith. Mm. You take my breath away, and I don't know what to say. If you're among the millions who fell in love with Rex Smith in the TV movie Sooner or Later, you can hear more Rex Smith magic on his new album, Sooner or Later, on Columbia Records and Tapes. I mean... So I own this album. I was going to say, have you ever seen it in I, the wild? Yes. This, I found it at a thrift store in Chicago. Did you lose your mind? I was with a co-worker oh who had no context. Uh-huh. I lost my damn mind <laughs> just and I was like I can't believe I'm getting this for three dollars like I was so excited I never thought I would find it uh-huh I mean I'm sure I could have eBayed but right but there you go you know, found it in the wild I own it. yeah it, it found me when it did when you was know? the last time you listened to it well it's on Spotify so I listened to it last week in preparation for this uh-huh so pretty recently <laughs> when was the last time before this time that you had watched it It had been a few years. Yeah. Yeah. Did it – you know when you, like, sort of revisit something and you have almost this, like, layer of nostalgia on top of it that, like, propels you through anything that might be bad or dumb Mm -hmm. or whatever? Is that how you feel about watching this movie? are you just like, it's great, whatever, Mm -hmm. it's fine? Not really because it's more recent in my life than, like, childhood. Mm -hmm. Although I sent you an article. I don't know if you got a chance to read it. I haven't seen it yet. But almost every woman who revisits this movie is, like – a giddy little 13 year old again when they watch it i get it like there and there is something about that kind of like that first crush and having that person that you have a huge crush on like you back is such a bizarre feeling where you're like what (laughs) like oh okay this is happening now (laughs) because you just don't even and it's part of like being 13 and being sort of immature and insecure and you're like Well, I never thought this would happen. Here we go. And then you have no idea what you're doing. (laughs) And everyone is only like two degrees away from that, I feel like, at most times of their Mm -hmm. life, where it's real easy to dive back into that feeling. To be like, "Mm mm-hmm, I don't know what's happening. Yep. Clueless. Always. Always. No idea. And I have said this multiple times. I feel 15, like, right now. Despite, like... Being married, having a baby, all Exactly, like, and watching that movie just brings more of it out. Completely. You're like, oh, I'm still this person. Yeah. And just the awkwardness and, like, how her inner monologue was actually uh, romance novels. Like, my inner monologue is, like, whoo. Yeah. (laughs) It's just, like, me at all times. Like, did that sound like I know what I was talking about? Oh, it did? Okay, great. Keep going. (laughs) Like, I don't know. All the time. All the time. But she looked way cuter than I did at 13. Oh, yeah. Like, I what? Hardcore puberty. Oh yeah, more like fourteen was I think Just more of a rough year for me. Bad skin, like she really knew what she was doing from a makeup perspective. Like she didn't look jacked up. Like I no, felt it like was when, very natural. Yeah, when I did my makeup at thirteen, I looked jacked up. Like because you didn't know what you were doing. Yeah, how did she, she didn't have but a she YouTube went to tutorial. the makeup counter. True, a that fifty-year-old woman taught her. So here was my thing too, where it's like you can clearly tell that this is a movie pre the internet, right? So she. Gets matched with him as a guitar instructor completely randomly. And there is no notion in his mind that she stalked him to get there. If it's the internet age, you're like creeped out because you're like, wait, how did you find me? Yeah. (laughs) Like it was totally happenstance. Like, but yeah, but he also hardly remembered her. At the mall, like she had to bring it up to him yes. for him for it to click, right? Fair, but I then felt like in that scene where he f- they make the connection that there was no weirdness on his part. He was kind of like, yeah. "Oh, that's cool." Like, instead I don't like feel a, weird mm-hmm. as like, "Why didn't you bring this up the first lesson?" Maybe also weird, but but I also I completely get it. <laughs> completely get it. I just yeah. What a what a lovely little way to spend 96 minutes of my life. Yeah. It was sweet. It's silly. It's no 15 and pregnant. It's Oof. no 15 and pregnant. There's zero sass. Like there's zero like parental uh, agitation really mm-hmm. like she gets along with her parents seemingly this was I just like it because it was made for a young girl Absolutely. it's not like a lot of the movies we watched where it's made for a teenager to learn a lesson but also for the parents to like understand there's like yeah. always a lot happening it's not preachy yeah it, it honestly because we watched it on a dvd it didn't feel like a made for tv movie no it feels like a real movie I don't know it just felt different I mean it should be I also appreciated how times were a little bit different. So the bell rings in school and the teacher's still talking and all of the kids are like rapt attention. I was just like, oh, kids in the 70s. I've thought several times that I would like to remake this movie, but it it can't be done. Times are different. (laughs) Totally different. You can't make this movie. Yeah. That jogging scene, though. Perfect. But I've just always wanted a movie that really captures this like... Fan, the fangirl feeling, uh-huh. where you're just like so stupid and nerdy, yeah. And this movie does a great job of it, but also has like a seventeen-year-old with a thirteen-year-old. So yeah. So it's like, What do little... I have to change to make this appropriate? Totally, a little weird. But she is a fangirl, through without and through. even knowing that yeah. she is. Really great headboards in this movie. Did you notice that <laughs> yeah, like, on the oh, beds? Yeah, on the beds. Really great headboards, headboards. I was really and bed into bedspreads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the bedspreads looked very similar to a bedspread that I had it as a child, and I got very excited. Mm. Yeah. Little tip. A <laughs> little tip. <laughs> <laughs> little anecdote about me. So are you happy that I finally watched it? I am. Do you think your mom's going to be happy that we found My mom's ecstatic. She bought another copy to watch before <laughs> this episode because I have hers. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. So she's amped, pumped. Cindy Burris, you're welcome. I feel like maybe we're not even doing it justice So we're only, like, 40 minutes in. <laughs> not enough. We haven't done a scene-by-scene scene breakdown for your mom. Mm-hmm. I love that this is, like, a really fun way to end because I feel— all the other episodes we've watched have had this layer of like angst and darkness mm-hmm. and melodrama and this just felt sort of fun and silly and like very fangirl. Yeah. It really upsets me that you can't stream this anywhere. No. There are some clips on YouTube, like if you'd need to see Michael Sky and the Sky Band performing at the mall, it's on YouTube. It's Thank on YouTube. God. <laughs> um also I think the leg prop is the leg prop on the car yeah. is on YouTube. So hot. But Um, Yeah. You have to buy it, but it's kind of worth it. It's worth it. Maybe, like, buy it, then pass it along. You know, spread the love. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like Michael spreads his legs. Spread the love. Is that it? I guess. Oh my goodness! Our TV movies have come to an end. We talked so fast; we got too excited. No, we were so excited. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the sign of a true of a true fangirl. Just like <gasps> need to tell you everything about it. Loved it. Oh, also, so Rex Smith Your eyes cause is because so I just big. remembered Rex Smith, the guy Michael Skye. Mm-hmm. He um, was on Oprah's "Where Are They Now?" like <gasps> a few years ago. Uh-huh. Um, so he had three kids, like two with one woman and a another with someone else and then he was doing like a musical and someone approached him who was like another long lost son he didn't know he had and it was like this big story on oprah's where are they now oh my goodness also he is very popular in the philippines just like as a person or as a musician oh interesting Hmm. i love stories like that like how david hasselhoff real big in germany yes sure same thing (laughs) (laughs) who knew never never Um, thought about it i know someone who was in a girl group that was very popular in a country. Oh, of, Guam! You've told us. Yes, yeah, Guam. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. American Never territory. Know. Those milit that military base. <laughs> really, really loving uh, your friend's girl. It was a girl band, right? Yeah, yeah I want to sure. be popular in one country. Oh yeah, in sure. an, an obscure one. Yeah, love that. And then you could just live here. Nobody knows. Yeah, like Trinidad. Maybe we're real big in Trinidad. Trinidad, I'm coming for you. <laughs> Okay, so we still haven't, you know, we got to figure out, figure out our things, figure out what we're going to do. We got stuff going on, but if you guys want to tell us about what you thought about this movie, please tell me if you bought it and you're passing it along. Also, we haven't talked enough about the um, the Sky Band, how they were all wearing the same shirt. I didn't love it, but the drummer's was a crop top. Mm. He was. Does it just say Michael Sky and the Sky Band? It just says the Sky Band. I think I should get that made. There's a girl. In the sky, yeah, also. Who reminds me of uh, Patricia Heaton in some way? Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's the hair. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe it's just her wig on the middle, is kind of what it reminds me of. That could be unclear. So, guys, tell us your thoughts. Have you seen this movie? There were some people I feel like on Instagram when you put up our now watching who got pumped. Yeah. So, tell us your thoughts. So, find us on Instagram, Gangro Fridays Podcast, FGF Podcast on Twitter, or Facebook. Yeah. Put a finish on it, Maren. Put a finish on it, yes. Bye! Bye. Oh, Michael.